seen it? Called Wonder. Check it out. When Paul asked me to share about uh, Jesus, uh, something about Jesus, I just smile because what comes to my mind is always his kindness. Um, kindness is defined as the quality of being generous, considerate, compassionate, affectionate, gentle, warm, thoughtful, caring. Jesus. In the movie clip there, the precept the kids were being taught was when given the choice between being right or being kind, choose kind. A default of mine and the Harpers is that we're always right. So this is a good lesson for us. Um, Kindness is one of the beautiful characteristics of Jesus, one which I believe as followers of Jesus we are all called to carry. In 1 Corinthians 12, it says, love is kind. Colossians 3 verse 12 says, since God chose you to be his dearly loved people, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Put on kindness. Ephesians 4 verse 32 says, Be kind to one another. Does it come naturally to you or does it take a bit of work? As Jesus walked this earth as a human being, I believe he personified kindness by who he was, how he lived, how he walked, talked, acted. So we're going to take just a few minutes because we're going to be um, going into communion. Um, we're going to take a few minutes to look at a few of the stories that you will know inside out. Um, but maybe look at it through the eyes of it, Jesus being kind. So in Luke 19 verse 5, it's a case. Uh, we all know the story. In verse 5 it says, Jesus looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus come down, I must be a guest in your home today. Don't know if you've got a wee slide there, Jacob. Is it not working? Yeah. Um, Zacchaeus, as we know, was a tax collector, was rejected by people, um, despised in society, a very wealthy man, probably corrupt and known in many versions of the Bible as a notorious sinner. Yet, Jesus called him by his name. He looked up and he said, Zacchaeus. It's often very meaningful when someone calls you by your name, isn't it? Unless it's because you're in trouble. But generally, if somebody uses your name, there's a, there's a warmth to it. There's a sense of being known. Jesus saw him, looked at him, and called him by his name. I wonder how old Zach felt. I think Jesus' kindness disarmed him. I would imagine he did not expect Jesus to call him out or know his name in any way, to be loving or gracious or kind towards him. This was not the kind of treatment he was used to. More likely people would avoid him and cross the road. However, Jesus' kindness led him to having dinner with him. He ended up paying back people four times what they owed and he was welcomed into the family of God through a simple act of kindness. Can we disarm people with kindness? Have you thought about that? 
those we encounter who are maybe suspicious or fearful? Are there ways that we can be more like Jesus and with kindness disarm the layers of self-protection people put up or mistrust and share the Father's love? In Luke 5, uh, we go on to the man with leprosy. The man with leprosy said to Jesus, if you're only willing, you could completely heal me. Jesus reached out and touched him and said, of course I am willing to heal you, and now you will be healed. We all know in, in that society, leprosy, people with leprosy were untouchable. They were unclean, they were excluded. They were looked on with disgust and ridiculed. I lived in India when I was 18, um, and I remember going to a leprosy colony. colony. Um, and, I, and I remember being reminded of this story when I was there and how significant and how important it was to touch, to hold, to hug these people. Notice Jesus touched this man when no one else would with loving kindness and physical contact Jesus responded to his need. Can you hear the desperation in this man? Lack of self-worth or belief that anyone, let alone Jesus, would want to have anything to do with him. He says, if, if, it's like pleading, if you're only willing, Jesus. Yet, Jesus, with extravagant kindness, replied, of course, I am willing. Can you imagine how amazing it must have been for that man to have Jesus touch him? Probably not held or touched by another human being in possibly years. Leprosy can go on for 20 years. We have learned so much about the importance of human contact through these last two years, haven't we? And how much we need it. I find this we quote, uh, no other form of communication is as universally understood as touch crosses all barriers, doesn't it? It crosses all language barriers. The compassionate touch of a hand or a reassuring hug can take away our fears, soothe our anxieties, and fill the emptiness of being lonely. How can we show others they are worthy, valued, and precious? Jesus models it for us in this story with the kindness of human touch. In Matthew 9, verses 18 to 22, we read about the woman who had been suffering for 12 years with constant bleeding. She pushed through the crowd and she touched the fringe of Jesus' robe. It's the next slide there, Jacob. If, she, if, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. This woman took a huge risk. She was bold. She was courageous. I quite like her. To touch a man in her culture, let alone touch Jesus, was a bold act of desperation and belief. And Jesus, it says, immediately felt power leaving him. And he saw her, and with such kindness, he called her daughter. 
a term of love, of affection, of belonging, of ownership, of being known. Jesus didn't rebuke her nor judge her as the culture of that day would have dictated to him to do. He responded with kindness, understanding, compassion, and in calling her daughter, he accepted this broken, hurting woman. What a picture of kindness. Have you encountered the loving kindness of Jesus? Has he disarmed you by his kindness? I believe he wants to. He knows your brokenness, your wounds, your loneliness, your pain, your questions, your joys, your sorrows. And he intimately, affectionately accepts you and calls you his daughter, his son. Do I reflect Jesus' kindness in and through my life? Or is there room for improvement? Always. There's another part to Jesus' kindness that I have been drawn to lately. And it's one that might surprise you a wee bit. Luke 5 verse 16 says, Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Throughout Jesus' life on earth, we read Jesus went up a mountain. Jesus left the crowds. Jesus withdrew. Jesus went to a solitary place. Jesus got up early in the morning to be alone. And I believe in this, Jesus models kindness to himself, to his own body, soul, and spirit. Through rest, time out, restoration, and renewal. Now, I'm not going to pretend to know Greek or Hebrew, like Josh or Ali or Paul. But Google knows Greek or Hebrew. <laughs> and the, the meaning of withdrew in Hebrew is simply be. To retreat from the busyness of life. And we see throughout Jesus' life, he made it a regular rhythm to withdraw. To step out of the craziness and the constant throng of people vying for his attention. And spend time feeding and nourishing his own soul. Jesus showed himself kindness by giving himself space, rest, and time with his father. Do you know how to be kind to yourself? That can be a word that's batted about these days, be kind to yourself. And it can be a negative thing sometimes, I think, where people think it's selfish. But actually, I think we should reclaim it as something that God actually instigated. Take time to rest to be restored? Do you know how to feed and nourish your own soul? Spending time with your Heavenly Father without feeling guilty, without it feeling like it's a waste of time or unproductive or worrying what people think. Do we need to take a break from patterns of exhaustion by looking and implementing Jesus' model of kindness? to his own body and his own soul. Finally, Jesus sees you. Just as he saw Zacchaeus, the man with leprosy, the woman who bled, he sees you. In the film, um, Augie says, if you really want to see what people are, all you have to do is look. Jesus looked and he saw Often, we read it in every story, basically, of Jesus. He looked 
and he saw. Those who needed his love, his touch, his presence, his kindness. Who does God want you to look and see today? Who needs Jesus' presence manifested through you today, tomorrow, this week? Maybe even it's yourself. Audrey Hart actually just sent me a wee message this morning and she sent me this wee quote. Kindness is more than deeds. It is an attitude, an expression, a look, a touch. It is anything that lifts another person. And that's what we're called to, to lives of kindness, reflecting Jesus to others. In Romans 2 verse 4, it says, Jesus' kindness leads us to repentance. And again, back in the movie, the mum, Julia Roberts, is comforting her son, Augie. And she reminds him of the beauty of his scars and how they represent the journey he has been on, the pain and the suffering of what he has overcome. And today we have a saviour. We have Jesus who holds out his scarred hands that represent the most extravagant act of kindness the son of the living God, giving his life up for you and for me so that we get to share this life and journey with him. And he is not alien to what we go through and he is not alien to what you're going through. And he invites us into this relationship and partnership with him to love the broken world by seeing each other and offering the simple gift of kindness. So, the kindness of Jesus makes me smile. Does it make you smile? And it makes me stand in awe. And it leads me to a posture of surrender and repentance and thankfulness. Because we have an amazing saviour.